0: Hey, coaches. Welcome to Buzzing with Miss B, the coaching podcast. You're listening to episode 51, and I am Chrissy Beltran, your host. Now, the sound quality on this might not be what you're used to, and I totally get that. I am actually recording this little introduction from a hospital room. Um, I am pregnant, we are having some pregnancy complications, but I wanted just to get this episode out for you, and so instead of talking about the topic that I was planning on before, which was going to be growth mindset, we're going to put a pin in that one, and we're going to come back to that at another time, because I have something special for you that I'm going to release because of these crazy circumstances today, um, so that way you get a special taste of what goes on inside the Coffee and Coaching Membership. So the Coffee and Coaching membership started last year in last February. So we've just celebrated our one-year anniversary. And I started this membership with my friend, Nicole, Nicole S. Turner, of Simply Coaching and Teaching our thinking was that instructional coaches struggle so much to find the support that they need to feel like they know what to do in their jobs, they struggle with isolation, they have so many challenges that are unique to them on a campus, and most of the time they don't have the support systems created on those campuses to actually help them through that work. So we wanted to be that support system. So what we did is we created the Coffee and Coaching Membership, which is an online membership. It includes professional development. It includes community. It includes live Q&As and access to us answering your questions. And we have built this community over the last year, and we love it. One of the aspects of coffee and coaching is the virtual coaching cafe. So many coaches this past year had to pivot from coaching in person to coaching virtually. And whenever we say that, we know that, you know, people still are, some are in a hybrid mode, some are maybe coaching in person and, but they're still like working with teachers through PLCs online. So there's a lot of different elements going on still, even right now in March of 2021. And we can expect that some of these elements may continue over time. There may be some adjustments still for the rest of the school year and possibly even into next school year that we have to respond to in a different way than we usually do. Now the issue is, how do we build morale whenever we are working in a virtual setting with teachers? It's hard. It's really hard. Um, Morale has been one of the biggest issues that teachers have had to deal with this year because so many things have been made impossibly hard and the bar has been raised with expectations that are not even realistic sometimes. And coaches are often the people in the middle sharing that information with teachers. So I wanted to share this the this audio from the virtual coaching cafe video, building morale in a virtual setting. So our members have access to this video and many others inside of that virtual coaching cafe where they can go look up topics that they are struggling with for virtual coaching. And they can actually watch that video to give them the tools that they need. I do mention a few tools in this video as well, and you can check those links out in the show notes, and you can actually go check and get those tools from my store, or this is what I really think you should do. You should go to coffeeandcoachingmembership.com and sign up to be notified when the membership opens again. Our plan is to open it again this summer to new members because we like to have a good body of information and like a a calendar set up to kind of onboard people. So our plan is to open it up again this summer. So we want to make sure that you are registered on our list so that whenever you, um, whenever we open up the membership that you can just jump right on. Okay. So you can he- head to the, the show notes. This is going to be buzzingwithinspeedcom slash episode 51, and you can grab those, those downloads that I'm talking about from my TPT store, you can also go to coffeeandcoachingmembership.com to sign up to make sure that you're notified as soon as the membership opens up, okay? So without further ado, I am sharing to with you today, with Nicole's blessing, a taste of the virtual coaching cafe, and that is building morale in a virtual setting. Hey coaches, welcome to a coffee and coaching session. I am so glad that you have decided to join me today. Um, this might look like casual Friday. I am wearing one of my, I just got this shirt. Someone sent me this shirt and I had to wear it today. So this is my book bee shirt. <laughs> so welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. Um, we're going to talk about a really important topic today, but before we do, I thought I should introduce myself and my wonderful partner. So I am Chrissy Beltran of Buzzing with Miss B, and my partner is Nicole S. Turner of Simply Coaching and Teaching, and together we are the coaches behind Coffee and Coaching. Um, I was an elementary literacy coach, and I actually became a consultant a few years ago, about three years ago, And so now I'm independently employed, and I work with schools and teachers and coaches, and I also work virtually with with teachers and coaches. And so I'm a resource creator. I create digital resources for instructional coaches and for teachers in elementary literacy. I'm a blogger at buzzingwithmissb.com and a podcaster, and you can listen to that podcast anywhere that podcasts are available. You just look for Buzzing with Miss B, the coaching podcast. I have 17 years of educational experience, but um, specifically literacy, I've really made my focus over the last eight years, and I am a huge coffee drinker. (laughs) I love coffee, and I'm a mama to a two-year-old tyrant. She is determined, and um, I love that about her. So we're today talking about building morale in a virtual setting, and this is a really special topic um, so I'm so glad that you've joined me to talk about it today. We're going to identify some actionable steps we can take to build morale in the challenging times of virtual coaching because this is a very stressful situation for a lot of people and teaching already suffers from morale issues because it can be isolating and frustrating and you can feel underfunded and undervalued um, and just alone and lonely and tasked with things that are so much bigger than what we can accomplish. But... Right now, in the time of potentially virtual coaching and teaching or blended teaching, teachers are facing new challenges that they have never faced. So let's talk a little bit about what morale actually is so we can figure out how to build it. So morale, it really means a state of the spirits of a person or group as exhibited by confidence, cheerfulness, discipline, and willingness to perform assigned tasks. The staff's morale increased when everyone was given a day off with pay. That is the example that you find if you look up morale online. Um, I also would personally say perform assigned tasks to me is not completely what morale is. I also think if you um, are self-directed, then that can represent uh, strong morale. However, The issue with this definition is you probably can't give everyone a day off with pay. I mean, I should just take out probably. You can't do it, but so we know that building morale is tough. Even in the best of circumstances, because teachers have a tough job and they don't have control over a lot of it, and neither do the people who are supporting those teachers. So it makes it hard because there are certain things that are out of your control. So all we can do is think about what isn't our control, because these are the challenges that we're facing. We're we're facing changing expectations and plans. It seems like every other day, schools are making adjustments to their rollout plan. Teachers are moving from one setting to another, and they're just asked to go with it. There's a lot of top-down decision making that doesn't include the voices of teachers right now, and so that can be incredibly frustrating um, for teachers who are trying to do the best work that they can do. Whenever the expectations aren't always realistic or practical, there's difficulty of working from home. I can speak to working from home for myself, and that is a whole. Of, I mean, that is not as challenging as working from home for someone else. Um, working from home for an institution like a school is extra challenging because there are set deadlines and things that you cannot play with you can't get up and work in the middle of the night um, if you have a meeting at two o'clock every day you've got to make that meeting whether your child is throwing a tantrum or your internet is out or whatever is going on so those that creates a lot of stress in a lot of households not everyone has an office space or um, a dedicated computer that they can use and it just makes it challenging Then there's also stress of coming into work during a pandemic. So some people are actually going into work, whether they're teaching uh, students who are present or they're teaching students who are home and they are just, you know, they're present at the school. And that is also very stressful. Being around people, whenever maybe you are not comfortable doing that, but your job is requiring you to do that, is very stressful. It can also be hard because we're asking teachers to reach students who are offline, and they know that these kids who do not have access are are not getting the benefit of, of their teaching directly. And there's a lack of proximity. You can't pop in, you can't, um, you know, it's, it's very hard sometimes to build morale whenever you can't get everyone together for a nice luncheon or, you know, a, a fun staff event. So that can be real cha- a real challenge. So what can we actually do? If those are all the challenges, that's a lot. What can we do that will actually support teachers during this time. So I'm gonna give you nine different strategies that you can use um, to really focus your efforts on building morale and hopefully helping your teachers have the best possible the year that they can this year, given all of our crazy and challenging circumstances. My first recommendation is to get teachers what they need. Now, teachers, are people. (laughs) And people who can do their jobs well and have the support they need to do their jobs well are often happier than those who feel frustrated by their inability to do their job effectively and don't have the support or the materials that they need. So be the support person that they need, not just the one that you think they need, the one that they really need. And that can, uh, that can look like asking for support using a form to get input on what kinds of support that they need. And it can also be um, about being realistic. And whenever a teacher tells you this is not working, you have to listen. And you can either have a problem-solving session to figure out a different way to approach it or completely change your plan. But we have to be realistic and listen to teachers who are actually doing this hard work of of teaching virtually, potentially. Mm. We also can serve as a liaison to administration to get teachers the materials that they need. So sometimes administration is asking teachers to do things, but hasn't realized that they don't have the tools they need to do that. For example, they're wanting teachers to do more interactive lessons online, but then they haven't taught teachers how to do it, and they haven't provided them with a technology tool that will give them the opportunity to do that. So you can be the liaison who says, you know what, I think my teachers need Pear Deck. I think my teachers need... Um, They need access to um, interactive software. My teachers need access to a collection of books that have been recorded. If teachers need something, you can serve as liaison to administration and let them know and help them be aware of what teachers are asking for to do their jobs well. Another thing that you can do to support your faculty and build morale is help them build healthy habits, especially if they're working from home, but really in any time of stress. The first thing that goes is our self-care. We just do not take care of ourselves, and encouraging your teachers to practice self-care Is a way to show that you value them and you believe that they need to take care of themselves as human beings and people who are treated like human beings are more likely to have better morale right? so a couple things that you can do to support teachers are to provide a self-care checklist things that they should think of every day like drinking water move every day eat healthy meals take a break and doing something that they enjoy for themselves every day even if it's short It's also nice to provide, maybe at the beginning of the year or whenever you see things are starting to get really stressful, a self-care kit. And that doesn't have to be really expensive, um, but it could be, you know, like... Little items that you put together in a kit and you drop it off at teachers' houses, or if they're at school, you drop it off at their classroom so that they can use it themselves. Um, it might be a bottle of water with a special mix in that they can pour in, like a crystal light packet. It could be um, a, a healthy snack, like a kind bar, or some uh, cocoa roasted almonds. It could be um, a bottle of lotion and, you know, like a, a nice little book that they can read, or just something small that teachers can actually realize and pa- that they need to pause and take some time for themselves. And if you call it a self-care kit, they are more likely to recognize that they need to take care of themselves. Self-care challenge boards are another way that you can kind of engage teachers in thinking about this work, and this has actually been provided in your downloads. On the left here, you see the image of the February self-care coaching challenge that we did, and this is a challenge for coaches. Well, there's one in your, your downloads that is specifically for teachers. So let me see if I can grab that for you. Just so you can see what it looks like Um, and you could use it with your teachers nope that's not it (laughs) okay let me pop. i didn't want to pop this down but that's what we're gonna do okay here we go so this is a self-care challenge bingo board and the idea is that teachers will um, complete the different activities and color them in and then they will submit it to you and you can put a due date on there if you choose and so the idea is that they are um, actively being thoughtful about the things that they need to do to take care of themselves, And that they are also um, sort of have like an accountability for doing that. And that's another thing you could do. Accountability groups might motivate certain people, so sometimes having a group where everybody can share what they've done, if you have maybe a daily post or a weekly post that people respond to, um, that might be a fun way to get people engaged and taking care of themselves and and really respecting that that's an important thing for us to do. And and the accountability group, it can be a, a fun way to interact around that idea. Sending a card is the best. If you've gotten snail mail in the last couple of years, you know, we don't get it very often. We just, we get lots of emails and I love getting personal emails. I, to me, that's also very special. But getting a letter or a card in the mailbox is such a fun experience and it's, it's really special. It shows that you took the time to do more than just type a few keystrokes and hit send, right? So if you send a card and or a little gift, um, it's a nice way to show that you care and that you're thinking about teachers if I were you the, probably the easiest way to manage This is to put teachers on a calendar so you get to everyone so maybe you do one a week or two a week um, That's more manageable And then you actually get through the rotation of all your teachers so that um, you're making sure that you're communicating with those teachers and sharing what you think is important with them and that you're helping them Um, you know know that they are valued and that they're important because that's an important part of building morale is knowing that we are valued at our workplace and that somebody cares about us you can also drop it off if you're in the area you don't have to mail it you can drop off something if they're at home or in their classrooms Um, but either way getting a handwritten note and something special really does make your day another really fun thing that you can do with teachers um, and this, I actually included templates for this in your downloads. Is you can host a virtual game night. And there are a million and one different virtual games out there that you can play. I actually, with my family, have played some games from um, Jackbox. And you can just search for that online. It takes a little bit more to set up, not a lot, but a little bit of setup. Um, and it does cost money. So those are fun, super fun games. Um, but if you want some that are free, I have included a couple of ideas for you. They're simple things that you can use anytime. So you choose games that are easy to play online. Pictionary is a good one too because anybody can see. You can hold up like a dry erase board and you can play Pictionary that way. It's not complicated. Send an invitation to teachers. Let them know what they'll need and what day and time to show up and what you're going to be doing. You can host it on Zoom, Google Meet, in a Facebook Live. Um, you can there's a Facebook Live there's a screen sharing app from Facebook that you can use if you want to share your screen during games um, for a Facebook Live. And then some of the games that you can play, I have a couple samples here. I mentioned Pictionary already, but there's also um, Emoji Quiz and Would You Rather. And these are really simple, fun games that you can play that really just are about laughing. Nobody wins or loses. It's just about sharing and and having a good time. So Emoji Quiz, and I included a template for you, um, of not of Emoji Quiz, because it's really just like a direction, but of the Would You Rather, there's a template. So Emoji Quiz is you're just telling people to use emojis to tell everybody else about their favorite anything or to to describe something to other people. So you can say, tell us about your day today and they can use emojis to show what happened in their day. You can say, tell us about how you got your pet and they can use emojis to tell the story of how they got their pet. You can say, um, using emojis, tell us your favorite movie and then they use emojis to show their favorite movie. So that's a um, really fun way to kind of interact and get to know people and it's very easy to do. Another really fun game is would you rather and would you rather is fun because you get to know funny things about people and because they have to justify their answers and so this is always interesting to hear what kinds of things people think. So this is the one that I provided you with a template for. Would you rather never have to grade anything again or never have to administer a state test again? I would rather never have to administer a state test again because it is horrible but not everybody would agree with me, right? Would you rather have an extra long summer but no spring break or have a two-week spring break and then an extra short summer? So everybody's going to have different ideas about this and that's what's fun about it. You can use this just to play like this or you can use it to have um, teachers identify who they're going to get into groups with and then you can, so people who are like-minded go in a group together, you can do something along those lines. Um, It's just a fun way to get teachers talking about different ideas. Now, we also have in here, this is the template, so you can see what it looks like, and this one is um, available where teachers can just show their response with their hands. So, if you have a big group, you can just have one uh, choice over here, would you rather um, have to eat ice cream every day for dinner, or would you rather have to eat a quesadilla every day for lunch, for example? And then they have to show which one they'd rather with their hands. So that way, everybody's not shouting over each other if you prefer to do it that way. So they hold up their hands to show their answer. And there's a couple different colored frames there because those are pretty. You can also, I also included one that was blank, that doesn't have the hands. So if you would rather people write their answers or whatever it is, you can tell them those directions. Um, and they also included, let's see the, so I did include emoji quiz just like a cover slide, and then it just says using emojis tell us, and then you just type in what it is that you want, and I gave you the font that you can download to get this matching font. So those are a couple things that are available to you in the downloads here. Another thing that's super important to do is to build teams. Having a strong grade level team helps you feel like you are connected, like people are supporting each other. Um, So these are some things that you can work on to build teams. You want to focus your work on building tight bonds between the people on a team. Um, So that can look like team challenges where teams maybe compete against each other and they have leaderboards. And so they earn points for doing different things or for play, participating in different events. And then you can actually note which grade level team or which vertical team, however you divide people up, is um, is winning. You can show you know send out a newsletter every week that kind of lets people know what's going on. You can also have some online te- online team events. So for example, I mentioned um, game night. You can do that by grade level, vertical team, content area team. It doesn't have to be school wide. So if you see a grade level that maybe needs a pick me up, you can schedule something special with them and again you can put your grade levels on a rotation if you need to do that as well to make sure you get to everybody another really special thing to do is a service project something I've learned about myself is whatever I am going through a difficult time if I am only focused on my own self and my own difficult time I am more miserable (laughs) but if I can actually sort of turn that energy outward and do something positive for somebody else i can change my outlook and i can feel better and i can feel more hopeful and happy so if we can engage our teachers in doing service projects for other grade levels or other teams of teachers that is a way to sort of bring them together they have to collaborate and communicate and think about what they want to do and how it's going to support someone else and then they have to put it all together i wouldn't do anything too complicated but it might be a special thing for a grade level to team up to do something kind for another grade level. And that, kind of, that can build morale because you do something special. That being said, again, we want to go through everybody and make sure everybody has the opportunity to do something for someone else and that everyone has the opportunity to be on the receiving end. And so, um, it does not build morale when you're constantly doing nice things for other people and no one is thinking about you, <laughs> so we want to make sure that we're balanced in that approach. Another thing we can do to build morale is to tell stories, and I also mentioned this in my video about building relationships, but when we learn about tell- about each other through stories, we get to know each other so much better than just by introducing basic information. And people who feel comfortable with their teammates, like they have a space where they can share, are going to have better morale. They're going to feel better about their job. So during professional development or PLCs, create opportunities for storytelling. And this can be prompted or unprompted. You can have people um, share in response to some sort of stimulus that you share. Or it can be completely like, you know, tell us about something that was, you know, important that you'd like us to know. Tell us a story that would help us get to know you better. I find that prompts sometimes work better because we have trouble thinking about, thinking up stories, but it depends on your teachers. Basically, we just want to create an environment in which we are a community who shares and, and communicates. And telling stories is one way to do that. Another fun thing to do that is um, great for your your competitive teachers, and I'm sure you're going to have some, or teachers who need a little outward motivation, is a monthly challenge board. And I actually gave you a little template that you can use for that challenge board. Let me pop this down. Oh, where did it go? There it is. So this is... A challenge board that is editable you can add your own stuff so you take your put your date here Oh, sorry submit it to who your name is so submit it to miss Beltron by you know I don't know October 12th and then here you have different challenges that you want people to do and they don't have to be complicated just like the self-care challenge some of those items are very simple like drink you know um, enough water that you, that you drink as much water as you're supposed to do in one day. Take five minutes to do something for yourself. They're small things. Challenge boards can include small things too. And then you can have people take a picture and submit it to whatever service you're using for people to do their work. And it's a fun way to kind of get people um, thinking about their actions and what they do, and you can make it work for anything. I've created a working from home challenge boards, virtual teaching challenge boards, um, and then boards that are just for fun, about doing things that you might enjoy. So you can use that template and you can make it about any topic you want. It can be about trying out new things that you've provided in PD, but you also wanna include some fun elements because this is about building morale, (laughs) right? And obviously having the tools we need to do our job and being successful is one way to feel good about your job, but also, taking time to do things that you enjoy and collaborate with other people is important, so we want to include those elements on there too. You can encourage your teachers to share their progress and check in, and they can talk about it in whatever group forum you have, and then you can, if you want, award prizes, or you can just share a list of people who submitted and celebrate them. Virtual coffee breaks are um, a really nice way for teachers to have sort of community space, and this is something that Like many things, if you do it too many times, it will get old. But if you use it wisely, I think you could actually get some mileage out of this. So teachers like to chat during conference times. We do. We talk about school. We talk about families. We talk about all these things. And if you create like a a regular event, which is a coffee break with a recurring Zoom link, link, the same link every time that people can jump in, You can encourage people to pop in and just chat. Um, You can set it up by grade level, if you like, to where it's kind of like a um, maybe a weekly thing that they, oh, on Friday we have our, our coffee talk and it's not necessarily planning. It's not a PLC. It's just time to talk and chat. Not everybody's going to want to participate every week, but it will be available for those who do. Um, You can change it up after a while, you can do different themes, you can have different purpose for your meetings, but this is really just something fun that you can do for people to collaborate and chat and for you to take part in that as well and really make yourself part of the team. My last suggestion is employee recognition. Teachers who are doing great things, we should really recognize them. And we might kind of forget about that because we are not in a brick and mortar school environment or the kids aren't there. So everything feels kind of weird. So instead of of kind of brushing past all these amazing things teachers are doing, I want you to take a minute every week and acknowledge a teacher for doing something great. You can create a teacher feature board online, maybe on your, uh, if you have a Google site, is what I recommend, or a single uh, website that you can use to share information and the site does not change, right? That's what it needs to be, is one place people can go to get what they need. So if you have a teacher feature space on that site, then you can recognize people for good things. Maybe they tried out a new piece of technology or they integrated a fun strategy, or they took something that you introduced during uh, professional development and they used it with their kids. So you can recognize them there, it's visible. You can include a screenshot if it's something you can screenshot. You can include a picture if they send you a picture, Um, or you can just describe what happened and include information about how other people can replicate that as well. You can also send it out in a newsletter. So if you do a S'more newsletter or really any other kind of newsletter, if you have editable PDF newsletters, like from my TBT store, you can do that as well and just feature that teacher every time you send out a newsletter. Um, In my my classroom space, whenever I had an office on a campus, I actually had a bulletin board that was a teacher feature And I wanted to, or in every, I tried to update it maybe every six weeks, I would put up new pictures with a little caption of great things that teachers were doing around the school. And one year I had a brilliant idea that I never had time to accomplish, but I want to share it with you in case you like it. I wanted to create a Pinterest style board. So it would look like a pin board, just like your boards do on Pinterest. And it'd be like pin worthy teachers or something like that. And then put up. Um, pictures but kind of frame them in the way a pin looks and then the caption would go up there as well just like on Pinterest Um, but it would be a cute thematic board. So I feel like you can do something similar um, with a Google site or somewhere you know any, any technology tool that you're comfortable with to really demonstrate who's going above and beyond and doing something special and recognize them you can also just send positive notes you might not send a newsletter you might not recognize them to everybody but if you send an individual note to that teacher who's doing something great and special that means a lot so recognition goes a long way when you're recognizing people for doing great things in difficult times so those were the nine tips i'm just going to run through them real quickly so you remember what they are Get them what they need. If you see that your teachers are in desperate need of something, one thing you can do to build morale is give them the tools or the support that they need. Build healthy habits. Focus on self-care this year and some things that teachers can do to take care of themselves. Send a card. Send it via snail mail or drop it off. Either way, um, a handwritten note goes a long way to show that you care about people. Virtual games are so much fun, and you have the template for Would You Rather and the emoji quiz, um, and you also can do Pictionary or any other virtual game that's easy to do. They build uh, teams. It helps you support collegiality, and it's fun, and people who have fun together are are happier in their work. You, of course, want to focus on building teams in other ways, too. Challenges, um, opportunities to collaborate together are so important, especially when we feel so isolated right now. You want to tell stories to each other and give teachers opportunities to talk about their own stories and share those with each other because it'll help us know each other better. You can also use monthly challenges, and you have that challenge board that's editable that you can use for any challenge you like. If you do decide to use a challenge board, I would love to see a picture of it or a screenshot in the Facebook group. So if you actually take that challenge board and edit it to share it with anyone, I would love to see if you could post it in the Facebook group so we can see the kinds of things that you chose to add to your challenge. Please do that. That would be so much fun for me to see how you're taking that and adapting it to your teachers and your school. Virtual coffee breaks are something fun to schedule. You can also call it virtual happy hour, but that could exclude someone. So coffee breaks tend to be a little more supportive of everybody. Um, You can encourage people to pop in and talk and just create a nice environment for people to chat. And employee recognition always goes a long way. Whenever we have people who are doing great things, we wanna make sure that we acknowledge that and recognize it and share it with our faculty so other people can, can learn from those things too. So what I want you to do is think about where and why your teachers are struggling. Is there something that they need that they don't have that's making their job harder? Are they feeling isolated or lonely? Are they not taking care of themselves? Are they struggling within their team and they need some team building? Um, Do they just need some personal connection and maybe sending a card would help? identify a couple of tasks that you could do to build morale, whether that's at the individual, the team, or the campus level, and then make a plan for rolling them out. And you have that you know that planner in your handout that you can use to figure out exactly what your plan should be. And um, if you do, make a great plan for building morale. Again, post about it in the Facebook group. I would love to hear your plans and kind of see what you're thinking about doing for teacher morale to support your teachers through this really challenging time. Happy coaching! all right coaches what did you think (laughs) i hope you enjoyed that that little that brief little workshop um, and that you got some ideas about how to support your teachers in building morale and how to really kind of build those relationships even though it can be very difficult to do so in a virtual setting next week i am speaking to my wonderful friend tamara russell of mrs russell's room for episode 52 we are talking about equity lessons learned from virtual teaching this experience has opened a lot of people's eyes to so many of the inequities that are already in place in schools and how they affect teachers, kids, and the whole school system. So I really encourage that you listen into to that episode next week. That's episode 52, because it's going to give us some things to think about in terms of how do we question what's equitable? What do we have in place? How are we serving everyone that's in that building and making sure that equity is at the forefront of our our, um, our education experience for people, including kids and teachers. So check out that episode next week. And until then, happy coaching. Thank you for listening to Buzzing with Miss B, the coaching podcast. Want more coaching ideas? Check me out at buzzingwithmissb.com and on Instagram at Buzzing with Miss B. If you love the show, share it with a coach who would love it too. Or leave me a review on iTunes. It's free and it helps others find this show. Happy coaching.